What's up, everyone? Welcome to our second episode of Tuesday Talks. Brayden, do you want to introduce us to what today's going to be about? Yeah, absolutely. So first, just want to remind you guys about what we're about at this podcast, Chair Talks Guy-Centered Podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about a wide range of topics, creating a really comfortable, entertaining, and informative feel. When you take a seat, you know you're in for some good conversations. And today, we are going to theme our Tuesday talk in reference to our Friday guest this week, which is going to be a great dialogue, and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. But today, Omar and I are just going to dive a little bit into our own personal experience and perspective on young professionalism. So we're both fresh out of college, young people entering the workforce and continuing uh, progression towards our career. So we're just going to fire some questions back and forth and um, talk through kind of where we're at in life and where we see things going. Um, So Omar, just to start off, you mind telling the audience a little bit about what you're doing uh, towards your career goals at this moment? Yeah. So what I'm doing right now for a job is I'm doing freelance graphic design work um, because I majored in advertising and graphic design at school. Um, Basically what freelance work means, for those of you that don't know, is that I'm basically my own contractor. I create my own hours and the nice thing about freelance work is I don't have a set company that I work for. I could work for multiple companies at the same time uh, to rack in as much money as I can, so that's the nice thing about it. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm basically doing right now is freelance graphic design work for multiple companies at the moment. Yeah, no, that's really cool, and um, I've been grateful to kind of hear a little bit about this marketing space and have Omar explain it to me because not being in the marketing area, I really wasn't aware that this is a career path for people, especially yep. um, young people looking to kind of like build their reputation up. But um, just to speak a little deeper into that, Omar, what are some things you kind of like like or dislike so far going through this experience of freelance graphic designing? Yeah, so like I just said previously, one thing that I really do like about this job is that I create my own hours. Um, I don't have to wake up at 9 a.m. every morning. I can wake up whenever I want and then start grinding for however long I want. One thing that I kind of dislike about it at the moment is that I don't have a set salary, set yearly salary. Um, with the freelance graphic design work, I always have to stay on my toes. I always have to reach out to companies to see if they want work done. They aren't going to come to me right off the bat, so I have to reach out to multiple companies every day, every week to make sure I still have work that I can do. But one thing that I kind of got used to is and learned is that a lot of young graphic designers straight out of college, they do freelance work. And the whole reason why they do it is to build up their, build up their portfolio for that big time full-time graphic design position for a big firm. Basically, for those of you that don't know, in the advertising and graphic design field, uh, companies look at their portfolio and they weigh it just as heavy as the resume. And so it is important that you have a strong portfolio in this field. And so that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully this uh, content creation through the podcast, which Omar's been doing a great job so far, adds to his portfolio and that kind of diversity and stuff. Banking off of that dislike you mentioned about just not having things kind of set in stone, having that salary, kind of that routine, obviously you thrive in the freedom of it. But do you see yourself kind of growing through that mentality so far? Yeah, I do. This kind of motivates me to really find that full-time job. Yeah, I'm making good money right now and I love what I'm doing. But yeah, this has definitely motivated me to find that full-time graphic design position for an advertising firm. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about you a little bit. What do you kind of do right now for a living? Yeah, so I wouldn't quite term it as a living, even though I guess it is um, a living wage. But yeah. right now, um, I'm an associate banker at working for Chase Bank. 
and that position I kind of um, strove to get directly out of my undergrad. So um, finished up same time as Omar this past summer with a degree in financial planning and economics. Um, I knew I wanted to pursue grad school as far as the timing of that. I was a little uncertain directly from graduating. So I knew I wanted to find some form of job to work um, part-time to full-time hours just to make some money and kind of keep that momentum of um, valuing my time until my studies continued. Um, so right now I'm aligned. I'm starting up in January, um, as I've mentioned prior. And this job right now kind of serves as just a way for me to insert myself in that career field. So um, at the bank, we, we do have financial advisors um, currently stationed there. So I like having conversations with them and kind of just growing and building and hearing about what a true career in the financial field kind of comes, what it comes with and kind of what a day consists of. So it's been a good experience for me to see the, um, see like the banking side, see the retail side of a larger company I'd love to work for, which is JP Morgan Chase. Yeah. So that kind of leads me into my next question that I had for you. Working at a bank, how does this contribute to your overall career? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, I foresee this being a really just good kind of kind of footstone for me to slowly climb up and gain that experience. Um, originally in school, so my degree was in financial planning, so I saw myself as an advisor directly out of school okay. until I kind of came to that realization that I wasn't quite done learning and I wanted more formal academic um, time in the classroom and yeah. relating with professors and getting those business connections. Um, so in that regard, I think it, um, it'll help me cause I get to see and obviously have those conversations with advisors, but also we deal a lot as a banker with businesses. So I get to talk with a lot of people who run their own companies and I'm pretty free to fire questions their way and kind of get to know their stories That's and cool. people that have more experience so you can learn from them. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of wisdom and age and also just getting to know people with different ambitions. There's a lot of ways to succeed in life and everybody kind of has their own mission. So for me at the bank, I I get to meet and see a lot of people, which kind of keeps my perspective and mindset fresh. And obviously I I see myself being a financial analyst um, after grad school, which will take me anywhere between 12 and 18 months. But until that time period, I just kind of want to stay hungry and keep my, keep my mind and eyes open on on what can bring forth like a meaningful career for myself. So that kind of leads me into my next question. Where do you see yourself like in the next five to 10 years? Like, is there a specific company that you want to work for or a specific job position? Yeah. So landing, landing at Chase was a blessing. Um, it ended up being the first job I applied for right when I graduated and also was able to get it thankfully. So, um, some kind of things fall your way, but as I mentioned prior, so JP Morgan Chase is one large company. Obviously Chase is the retail space and JP Morgan is the, um, kind of wealth management analytical side. So I'd love to hop over and work for JP Morgan Chase after graduation. But obviously that five to 10 year mark, like I'm, I'm somebody who my mindset's definitely shifted towards short-term goals and kind of taking things day by day. Yeah, that's good. Because I think if you, if you take the right action steps each and every day you wake up and you go to bed satisfied with growth, like you'll, you'll get yourself to that position where you need to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just looking to get better every single day and wherever I land, I'm hopefully going to continue that mindset. Very cool. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, bouncing back to you, Omar, um, as far as time frame, you just asked me a great question about kind of what I see five to 10 years out yep. for freelance graphic designing. How long do you see that kind of being part of uh, your plan in pursuing um, a higher form of graphic design and media? And then what role do you see it playing in your career for however long you pursue it? I see myself as a freelance graphic designer for probably the next couple of years or so, not too long, because um, I do want to land that set salary, full-time job. Um, but yeah, this is treating me very well. I'm getting a lot of clients. And one thing I also mentioned too is um, I actually coach basketball 
part time too. So I am working a lot. It all does add up to four, like around forty hours a week. But with freelance graphic design strictly, I do see myself in the next couple of years trying to find that full time job. But one thing, this is kind of helping me stay determined. Like I said, I have to. I don't really have any days off with this, even though I, I don't have set hours. I don't really have any days off because I always have to constantly reach out to companies, see if they need any work done, any graphics made, if they need a new website or if they need the website updated. So I always have to keep my eyes on the prize because if I don't, I am not going to have a job. And so this is kind of helping me to stay determined when I do get that full-time job. Yeah, um, so one thing, you were starting up... Sp- you're starting school back up, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, how are you gonna? How do you feel about like managing school and like maintaining your current job? How is that gonna kind of work out? Yeah. No, that's a really good question. Um, after graduation, so I was accepted into um, the master's program at Loyola in May. So I had I had thought I would start in the fall. So this kind of whole period, these past four four or five months, I had thought I'd be in the classroom. So having this kind of gap and delayed period is definitely left me to think and consider and weigh the advantages and disadvantages of being committed to academics and still kind of trying to make as much money as possible and set myself up financially for the future. But I'm really excited to get back in the classroom and maintain stuff. Um, In my undergraduate years, my first two years, I was a student athlete. So that kind of trained me into managing time. And then Mm -hmm. when baseball kind of fell through, I did try to prioritize money and my finances. So my kind of side hustle in, in college was reselling shoes and clothes, which I'm sure a lot of um, people in the age demographic, like 18 to 22, yep, if you're tuning in, thing. like it's a big industry and it was, it was a lot of fun, not a huge time commitment, very flexible. Um, weekends are big for sneaker releases. So I was able to dedicate um, some time and put in the footwork and visit shops in the Grand Rapids area. And I was able to make decent money enough where I was satisfied with it. Um, but as far as actually committing myself to an hourly, like structured scheduled job, and starting up grad school is definitely going to be a little bit of a learning curve. It's going to be a challenge. Yeah, my definitely senior is. my senior year in my undergrad, I worked as a financial advisor for students at Calvin, but that was only a ten to fifteen hour a week position, and okay. it was also conveniently like located on campus. Okay, and it was super flexible. I kind of set my own schedule. Yeah, as long as I was fitting that. So it'll yeah. be it'll be an interesting curve. But again, I think there's there's a lot of value in keeping your head in the game in the classroom, but also realizing that. You're, you're kind of betting on yourself and putting a lot of money and time investing yeah. in a future goal. So it's important to try to utilize your free time to better yourself and better your financial position yeah. as you go forward. But I think it'll be a great challenge, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, I wish you the best of luck for that. Appreciate that, Omar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back, and I guess this is a, a broader question, can relate it and we'll hear from you, and then I can add some things uh, in my own industry that I've observed so far. But in graphic designing, uh, freelance work specifically, uh, what do you see as some of the bigger tools to be successful? It's a, it's a lot about you got to stay on the grind. I do hours and hours every day. Um, I look up YouTube tutorial videos with all the Adobe programs because in my field, you have to be very good and very strong at all the Adobe programs such as like Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign and all that. And so I I always feel like you can learn more. Um, I never like settling, and so, like I said, I look up tutorial videos for hours every day just so I can kind of better myself and kind of open my palette a little bit more to new programs because I always feel like there's more stuff you can learn um, with that. And then also one thing, too, is communication skills. Like I said, I have to reach out to companies every single day and ask them what they want and what they need. And if you're not a strong communicator, then they're just going to kick you right out the door. And so... 
I've learned definitely how to communicate, and I'm definitely going to use that in my future, too. How about you? What is like yeah. some of the biggest tools you've learned in your industry to be successful? Yeah. Before I dive in, that, those are extremely, extremely yeah. useful and insightful yep. things, so I appreciate yep. you sharing that with everybody, Omar. Uh, for me in, in my industry, in the kind of financial side, services and also the analytical um, positions behind that, I've observed the importance of kind of balancing what professors have referenced as soft and hard skills. And I'll kind of go into detail briefly about that. Um, A lot of you guys, if you are formally educated, like those are a lot of the hard skills, the book skills, the knowledge, certain criteria you have to meet to be successful in whatever job you're pursuing. But soft skills are equally as important. And those can kind of be categorized as any like interpersonal, relational, anything with communication, your presence, articulation, and just your ability to interact with others. Because it's impossible to have a career in any field without um, collaborating yep. and interacting with other people. Yeah. So the more and more you're able to practice and gain experience in yeah. that regard, um, I think it speaks really, really well and kind of adds to your value when you do land that higher position and kind of get deeper and deeper I mean, as yeah, you, you climb can, up in your career. You can be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't know how to talk to a person, I don't know how far you're going to go no, with that. Yeah. I don't know how Communication far has limitless value, yep. and it will open the door for a lot of people, uh, regardless of their ability to kind of execute as far as that hard skill that yep. I referenced prior. So being in a bank, even though it's not, it's pretty menial work. I'm, I'm not going to act like it's some great thing. My position is very, very routine and can be monotonous at times, but I've been really trying to emphasize just how I interact with, with customers yep. and other bankers just to build build kind of a reputation for myself and also understand how to properly um, communicate with other people yeah. and put myself in a good position for the future. Yeah, kind of like how you talked about it too. One big thing that I learned from being at college is you got to be like a sponge. You got to soak in as much information as you can, like useful information from people that have more experience than you. And if you do that and you're willing to learn, you got to throw your ego out the window you got to throw it out the window and soak in as much information as you can from people that have more knowledge and more experience than you because that's only, there's only a positive with that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Kind of? absolutely. And that goes along with our theme too, being, being young people entering the professional field. Yep. I think you're doing yourself a disservice without trying to gain things, um, mutual things. Obviously, you're adding value to your coworkers, but also if you have people that you have relationships with that have been doing what you strive to do or are currently doing for longer. Yep. I think there's a lot of value they can offer by just kind of giving them giving them an open ear and hearing them out on some yeah. life advice or career specific advice they have because time time has so much value in the present moment and looking back. Yep. And I think it's awesome to be able to utilize people around you, yeah. and build yourself up through that. And as Omar said, just absorb as much as you can and enjoy the moment and build towards the yeah. future. There's always something you can learn. No matter how smart you are, there's always something that you don't know absolutely yeah so with all that being said this was a great conversation and i hope you guys got to know a little bit more about us and what we do for a living right now brayden do you want to kind of briefly introduce our friday feature this week and what the topic is going to be about yeah absolutely so our our guest for friday absolutely awesome guy omar and i went to high school with him haven't connected too too much prior but reached back out kind of saw where he's at in his life and there's a tremendous amount of growth he's gone through as well as putting himself in a pretty powerful position for his age in the group that we'll be discussing with him um he's a very creative person in the kind of Uh, video and media coordination space for a large Christian organization locally. And 
we're going to be discussing with him similar to kind of what we ran through. So if you guys enjoyed this conversation, definitely tune in on Friday because we're going to be talking about a lot of the lessons he learned in formal education, as well as his business kind of experience thus far in his career, um, different philosophies that he kind of follows or sees as routes for success and as well as just getting to know him as a person again and this podcast we want to keep it keep it casual and just get to know people for who they are as well as um informing and kind of absorbing whatever they have to share so it'll be it'll be a great overall interview yeah i'm excited for that interview i hope you guys enjoy this episode so stay tuned for friday when a friday feature comes out have a good one